Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now, our host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the Big Thinkers Academy, providing professional solutions for maximizing human potential. They're launching tomorrow, Tuesday, November 1st. Check them out at www.bigthinkersacademy.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women, and our purpose is twofold. First, we'd love to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, we must edify, promote, and acknowledge and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is another fabulous Monday, October 31st, 2011, and you know, I really really trust you are as excited about your future as I am because it is extremely bright. We are here every week at the same time. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So go and spread the good news. Hey, have you all heard about the Small Business Saturday? I mean, Small Business Saturday is a national initiative that declares a day to support local businesses that create jobs, You know, small businesses are the ones that boost the economy and preserve the neighborhoods around our country. You know, first you may have heard of Black Friday, then there was Cyber Monday, but now I'm excited to announce that there is Small Business Saturday. This event is is purpose is to drive shoppers to local and independently owned merchants. Now, last year it was launched, of course, 2010, and the founding sponsor, American Express, was able to get over 1.5 million Facebook users, um, over 130 small business business advocate groups from public to private organizations and government leaders all joined in. So we are pleased here at Wealthy Sisters and our professional black woman to support the second annual Small Business Saturday. It's a day to rally, like we said, for the local small businesses that you love. So visit right now Facebook.com forward slash Small Business Saturday. That's Facebook.com forward slash Small Business Saturday to join the initiative. Give a shout-out to your favorite local stores and also the restaurants and pledge to support. That's November 26th. Mark that on your calendars. November 26th is Small Business Saturday. So we look forward to seeing everybody in the community supporting the local small businesses that support your schools, that support your churches. you got to give back to the small businesses, definitely. 
definitely. Well, I am so excited about this show. You know, when I think about uh, today's show, I think about the late, great James Brown, mind you, who wrote that song, It's a Man's World. I'll do you all a favor and won't start singing it right now, although I want to bust out in song. But, you know, really, I used to hear that song all the time on commercials, and it's a man's world, it's a man's world. And it was, I have to admit, it was maybe about five, six, seven years ago before I heard the entire song and heard the most important part of the song that it's a man's world, but it would be nothing without a woman or a girl. And, you know, our guest today, I'm sure, knows that song oh so well. She's Marjorie Perry, CEO and president of MZM Construction and Management. So right now, you know what to do. Go call everybody, text them, tweet them, Facebook them, and tell them right now to call in to Wealthy Sisters Live, 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278, press 1. If you got a question, we'll try to get to it later in the show. And you can also listen live at Wealthy Sisters Radio, that's Wealthy Sisters, S-I-S-T-A-S, radio.com. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters, and if you're logged into the Blog Talk Network, go ahead and click right there, follow, so you can get your weekly reminders of the show. Now, our guest today, again, Ms. Marjorie Perry, CEO and President of MZM Construction. I'm so excited about having her on the show. She's also an innovator, a public speaker, writer, and role model for women and minorities in business. Using her extraordinary path to success and over 26 years of experience as a fodder for inspiration to many of those who are pursuing um, their dreams. She's received numerous awards and recognitions, including being listed in New Jersey's premier business publication, the NJ Biz, as one of the NJ's best 50 in business and is one of the top 25 entrepreneurs in New Jersey. Recently, New Jersey's Governor Chris Christie selected Perry to be a member of the New Jersey Economic Development Authority. She's also received her MBA from New Jersey IT and completed leadership. Again, wow, this is powerful for the 21st century at the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. So when we come back from this short break, we'll hear from none other than the phenomenal Miss Marjorie Perry. Stay tuned. Having more money won't solve your problems, but being a trusted client of Visionary Financial Strategies will. Your help begins on the web by contacting dfstrategies.com. That's dfstrategies.com. Or 410-929-4837. Again, 410-929-4837. At Visionary Financial Strategies, every financial move must have a purpose. Visionary Financial Strategies. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. 
the hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Thermal Co-Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2000. Well, hello, we are live and back on Wealthy Sisters. I want to welcome everyone for tuning in. The lines are packed out. Thank you for calling into the show. Uh, definitely see you there in the chat room. We want to welcome everybody there as well. Always glad to see you. You know, we have another great show today. I want to remind everybody about Small Business Saturday again. Check it out on Facebook, Small Business Saturday. That's November 26th. We're excited to welcome to the show today none other than Miss Marjorie Perry, President and CEO of MZM Construction. Hello. How are you, Marjorie? Hello, and how are you this afternoon? Wonderful. Thank you for having Thank me. You. Oh, wow. It's our pleasure. It's really a pleasure. And we must say congratulations to you for all of your hard work. What a great accomplishment. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, yes. So here at Wealthy Sisters, we like to get a little nosy, and you can tell, kick us out of your business <laughs> whenever you need to. But, you know, we we found that our audience really appreciates um, the the background, learning how you actually got started, where you grew up. I mean, what went into the recipe of the dynamic uh, dish we see today? Well, let's see. Where do we begin? Um, <laughs> you know, it was interesting because you know my 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 immediate background was uh, was uh, very athletic in my my youthful days, and uh, mm-hmm. I really wanted to either be a doctor or I wanted mm-hmm. to be a physical therapist, and uh, I ended up becoming a physical education teacher. That was my first uh, uh, journey into the health and fitness world uh, that I was so excited about as a young person. And in nineteen, you know, I won't give the date, but in nineteen seventy, <laughs> you backed up. You stopped. Yeah, backed right up. There. I said, "Oh my God, I'm just going to date myself ridiculously here." Um, in the nineteen seventies, what ended up happening uh, is that I was one of the first group of teachers to ever be laid off in an urban area. Wow. Uh, wow. So you know, everyone talks about it today in twenty eleven, but you know, it really mm-hmm. occurred back in the seventies as well, where cutbacks were mm-hmm. so severe that they had to lay teachers off. And one of the things that was really exciting to me as my travels as an athlete is that I got a chance to meet a lot of interesting people all over the country that were doing things. And most of their theme was that they were entrepreneurs. So I wasn't really interested in entrepreneur at the time, but I thought Uh about going into corporate America. And uh, so I ventured off into corporate America working for the top 100, Fortune 100 companies, uh, 3M and Johnson & Johnson, and last leaving United Airlines. And I was in their sales and marketing division. So as you know, you have the best training within those cultures. Right. Uh, So I knew how to run a business just because my own unit had to run and operate as a business. You weren't thinking so much as calling it entrepreneurial then. It's more intrapreneurial Mm -hmm. versus entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the same Mm -hmm. methods applied as you would use in your own business, you know, later on that I would realize that training was beyond belief for me. So at the end of the day, um, I was flying back and forth uh, for United Airlines during deregulations, uh, first class. Wow. We were going going to Japan and we were going to Uh Hong Kong. And, you know, so I was meeting some of the most phenomenal people up front. And 99.9% of the time, there were no people of color unless you were a flight attendant. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I had a chance to meet some of the most powerful minds. Uh, And as we talked a little bit before the show, 
It's who you surround yourself with that you learn from other great people doing great things. And they would always say, you know, eventually, Marge, 9 to 5 is wonderful, but eventually you also want to start thinking about entrepreneurship. And uh, that's where my my passion for entrepreneurship came. You know, could I take the same method that I was using for my corporate team and use it for myself? So um, late late 80s, early 90s, I started a small consulting company, and uh, I came back with the vision I'm going to help everybody in my town of Newark, New Jersey, where I grew up, uh, to start their own business. You know, there just needs to be more people of color with their own business. If mm. I'm going to save the world through entrepreneurship. Met mm. two gentlemen who wanted to start a construction company. Uh, they did not have a clue, and I got them started. And uh, before I know it, they were asking for a little bit more and a little bit more, and then they finally <laughs> offered me a third of the partnership. And there you have it. That was the birth of MZM Construction. And the other two initials were their wives' first names. So that was in 1992. <laughs> Never looked back, and here I am today. Wow. So they kept the female names there. That's great. <laughs> yeah, definitely That's female and generate with the MZM. Absolutely. Wow. Well, so what were some of the major, first major things that you, you know, you started doing with, you know, the contracts or, or with, uh, I guess, contracts that you were able to get or business that you were able to acquire, and how did you do that? Well, back in uh, the 90s, as you know, affirmative action was very, 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 very powerful for our country, and uh, mm-hmm. it was like 25% for minority and 17 and 18% for women. So they were actually looking for people who had small businesses to train them, help them to develop. Uh, NYU had wonderful programs. Uh, so there was plenty of opportunity to be on any state and federal project back in the 90s if you had aptitude to be able to develop your business and grow. Uh, So one of my first projects was on the Performing Arts Center here in Newark, New Jersey, Um, and it was a phenomenal project that we started at $50,000 and closed out at $4 million. Wow. um, uh, But my partners couldn't hang in because most people don't understand entrepreneurship. It's not the destination. It's really the journey, and I'm sure you've heard that and many others who's come before me on your radio show. It's really about the journey. And you have to get comfortable with change and diversity, uh, adversity, in order to really survive long-term as an entrepreneur. So my first job turned into $4 million, and then uh, right after that we did the Newark Airport, which turned into another $4 million. And, you know, then in the middle of that we had our failures that kind of came and, and really helped define us for the longevity that we have today. Mm-hmm. And what, when you look at some of the failures or, or lessons that, you know, you probably learned, I'm sure, w- would you mind sharing some examples of maybe what happened or um, and how you actually were able to turn it around and keep moving? Because you said some key things there that people have to really understand that entrepreneurship is about the journey, is about the process, and you you have to be thick-skinned to be able to handle (laughs) that journey. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things when I came in into entrepreneurship, I think we all come in, I don't think there's one entrepreneur on the planet that doesn't come in and see the dream only. Right. We don't really care about anything else. It's like, I know I can do that. And that's our initial conversation. Now, mm-hmm. some of us are blessed with having the skill set to get there a little bit quicker. Some mm-hmm. of us are so focused on the dream that we miss all the sidebar conversation that's going on <laughs> while we're moving. 
some of us are just moving, and we don't know why we're moving. Some of us are motivated, well, I want to be rich and powerful, and, and, and that's why I'm going into entrepreneurship. And some of us want to open a candy store in the middle of a desert and hope people will stop by. So that's really the kind of the gamut of folks. I probably fell into the category of, yeah, I can do that, and didn't think about all of the steps that it would take to get to, I could do that. Right, so right. So my failure came... I saw the end. I was I was one of the big picture thinkers. I you know I could visualize it. I could see it. Blah 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 blah. But I wasn't always very good at seeing the steps to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a result, remember I'm coming out of a managerial mindset. I thought more like a manager than a leader. Okay. And what's the difference? And That's key. That's key. Wow. What is the difference? <laughs> well, a manager is always managing the project, just managing, uh-huh. you know, here's all the details. Let's be operational. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let it get it done. A mm-hmm. visionary is going to be able to see the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats up front. Mm-hmm. They're going to anticipate better. They're going to research their market better. Uh, so if you're not going in that path or you're not sitting in that kind of management position, most of us right. aren't, you're right. going to miss what the weaknesses and the threats are. And okay. what I missed in that managerial thought process is the threats that were upon me as being a woman, being a woman of okay. color, and people not wanting me. Okay. So okay. I was able. I was burned by a million dollars by a group of men who thought I was a. Uh, I was a joke. Um, I was mm-hmm. never going to survive. And mm-hmm. back then, you could actually take a weak link mm-hmm. and build half your building on it and not pay them in the end because they know that you don't know that you don't know. And uh-huh. that's my first fail. That was my failure. Wow. They knew. Right, because they can see the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threat. I just saw the end. Right. And um, I, I lost a million dollars, probably my fifth year into business. Mm-hmm. And you know, most people would quit right there. I, that would mm-hmm. that was shut. That, I mean, you that was shut. I have seen in business people lose a thousand dollars or two hundred dollars in investment <laughs> and shut down completely. A million dollars. What did you do? And obviously, you 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 were able to to turn that around, but you know, what did you do? Did you stop for a moment, or did it just fuel your fire to keep going? Well, I don't think anything that traumatic will fuel you to keep going. I think mm-hmm. fear and desperation kicks in. Mm-hmm. Um, I had mm-hmm. borrowed my first SBA loan, um, mm-hmm. and they told me, you know, if you decide to file bankruptcy, we're going to take your home, and we're going to okay. take everything because you will not be exempt from losing your assets because we're okay. a federal loan. Okay. Uh, so that was one number one motivator. Number two, I had never failed at anything really majorly in my life. Wow. Um, number three, I was a trained athlete. Mm-hmm. And one thing about athletes, we can get hurt, we will mm-hmm. wrap up our ankles, and we'll get back out there and go. And number four, coming out of a culture like Newark, I had that street mentality that was attached <laughs> to my education. I'm just telling you like this. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you like yeah. this. You say, don't let the food taste fool you now. Right. I need to do so what I, I need said, to wait do. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I'm gonna. So what I did was bundle all of those four <laughs> and my training from corporate America because now I'm a triple uh-huh. threat. Uh oh. And 
I got busy. Okay. I I absolutely went into a marketing campaign to save MZM, mm-hmm. and I let people know what these people did. Well, mm-hmm. the outpouring was so great to put me in projects like the Port Authority of mm-hmm. New York and New Jersey uh, for you know national listeners, where they brought me in and paid me in 15 days. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, of course, my retained deficits were you know a nightmare from from from. Wherever you know where, <laughs> right? Yeah, I won't use that on the radio, but you know it was you know it was a nightmare. So I couldn't uh-huh. get any loans. So I really lived off of my profits, which were very measly at the time, to keep mm-hmm. the doors open. But here's where the gift of that big picture kept coming in. I could visualize mm-hmm. the end. I could I just kept visualizing the end. I kept visualizing the end. So it was one dollar at a time, one loan payment at a time, one heartbreak at a time. And there uh-huh. were other failures because sometimes you took jobs that weren't as profitable during that right. time because you just needed to keep income coming in. Right. So you right. did everything probably wrong that the book would say you would never do. But right. at the right. end, my gut instincts were absolutely correct to keep going one foot in front of the other. And most of all, God is always first in my life. So when one door closed, there was another one that would open and another one that would open. And I was my law of attraction was in full swing. I just kept wow. attracting support and attracting support and attracting support. So it, it was the worst of time, but it developed my leadership skills. It mm-hmm. helped me to learn that failure is my friend versus failure is my enemy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was able to pay off every dime, and, you know, voila, we're, you know, a multimillion-dollar uh, business today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I gave That's it a short awesome version. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I know. I know it probably. We could be here all day. And then all some, day I'm on sure. that story. Break that down, oh, really compartmentalize wow. it. What did you do here? How did you do that? <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. But, you know, what I, I, I really want to go back and just you just said so many great things in there. But the, the part that you said, you actually told everyone, you went on a marketing campaign and you told everyone what those individuals did to you. So I, I know, like myself and other entrepreneurs who've had people who have just flat out been dishonest like that, Um you chose to share that. You know, some people say, well, you don't say anything. You let karma, what have you. What What was your thinking around that um, as far as putting that out there about what they did? Was, well, was you that know, something it, you it, came to easily or? I, you know, I've always been a transparent person, even if I didn't know mm-hmm. what the buzzword was transparent as we use it today. <laughs> uh, you, you know, because all these words have labels. That Tell it like it naturally. is, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And, of course, there were people around me, other women entrepreneurs, who would say, no, you never let them see you sweat. I said, I need to let somebody see me sweat or else I'm going to be out of business. So I said, I'm sweating and I'm crying on a regular basis, so I need to let them see me sweat a little bit. That doesn't mean I'm incapacitated. Right. I need to let people know I need support here. Hello. Right. I need you to back me up. And Mm -hmm. I found that... When you start listening to your own voice for what you need versus listening mm-hmm. to what everybody thinks you should do, mm-hmm. I found mm-hmm. that that was very supportive for me because I didn't always trust my voice. You know, mm. I would look at other leaders and say, well, you know, they never show that they're hurting. I know they're hurting sometimes. They just never yeah. show it. And I yeah. found that the more vulnerable you are, the more people trust and learn to want to be with you to support mm-hmm. you, where mm-hmm. in the past, you know, most leaders, that's why we have the crisis on Wall Street, you know, they never let anybody see them sweat, so here we go. Right. Let's fall off right. the economic chart. 
Right, right, right. Versus right. if we had mm-hmm. a spoke up soon about the predatory lendings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, we could have caught each other, you know, mm-hmm. from the largest 1% down to the smaller business owner and sub- mm-hmm. make sure that the system didn't crack as bad as it did. But, mm-hmm. you know, everything's fine according to the Wall Street Journal, New York Times. So it mm-hmm. wasn't an easy journey because people saw me as weak. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's always for sharing that information. For, yeah, for sharing, what you right? Did. They, they yeah, called what me, they did. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you aren't mm-hmm. this, you're not that. You know, oh, mm-hmm. we're not going to help mm-hmm. her because she's coming across too needy. I said, well, mm-hmm. I, I am needy. <laughs> <laughs> I need to raise hundred thousand dollars by the end of the month. I am needy, and I was comfortable with saying that. Where most people are not comfortable at sharing yeah. their most vulnerable parts of them. Not in the world. Yes. Not in yes. the world. Yes. Not in the world. Yes. Maybe with their family, we're not their that. close friends. Right. 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 We're not right. taught that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was mm-hmm. my saving grace. I mean, this is my 20th year, and most people are just amazed <laughs> that I'm still <laughs> going this strong. And I said, I stayed vulnerable, and when I need help, I'm going to come to you next, okay? So we'll keep that moving. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that I love yes. that. I love that because, yes, it is, it's a big step to go and decide, especially if that, and I can imagine them being a large um, or most recognizable brand when you have someone that is a, that has the reputation or that's out there, and you know you want to say something that 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 is good. I like that. I'm taking notes here. I don't know about the audience, but I'm taking notes here <laughs> as well. Another thing you talked about is you kept staying in the trenches, and but all the while you were in there, you were visualizing, visualizing the end. Whether you said maybe you knew that buzzword or not then, uh, that you know the day. What were some of those things that you were visualizing? Um, you know, Was it something you were doing in, uh, intentionally or it was just natural for you? You know, here's the good time when you really appreciate your parents, especially my mm-hmm. mother. Church mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. absolutely paramount when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we would do, in Sunday school, when the church that I used to go to, we would do visualization boards. Okay. Before wow. it became even popular, yeah, we would just make up. Where do you want to be? What type of church was this? It's a Baptist in? church. It was a Baptist wow. church. Wow! And wow. in Sunday school, we would learn to cut out pictures of where we would want to be, and mm-hmm. uh, it was just an arts and craft piece that we'd do. And as we got older, we saw ourselves graduating from college, and we would have our diploma in our hand, and you know what kind of. Uh, philanthropy do you want to give visualize yourself giving to the building fund you know what does that number look like down the road now it, i'm mm-hmm. saying it in a more eloquent adult conversation but back then it was just cutting and pasting and, and picking up pretty mm-hmm. pictures mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, then i i followed eric butterworth for a very long time and mm-hmm. again the visualization board was something through meditation that i became very strong in Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I could sit down and visualize where I wanted to be at any time. And if I didn't have any negative chatter in my mind or thought at the time, I would create the outcome either immediately or shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Just from watching my thoughts and watching mm-hmm. my conversation. Now, I wasn't perfect at it all the time, especially when you're going mm-hmm. through such a hardship, but I could get mm-hmm. right back to it to make sure that I stayed focused on, okay, we know in such and such a period of time we're going to be here. And mm-hmm. even if that wasn't the exact end spot, where mm-hmm. the, my thought process would take me to something even better sometimes than what mm-hmm. I was visualizing. Mm-hmm. But it was real key 
to make sure that those negative thoughts didn't override the day. And right, I would just right. visualize the flowers. Uh, I love to swim. You know, I, I I I would visualize trees and and being able to help other children. And I love to teach. And you know, so I would always at the end of the day have those big visuals with me every every single day because it helped me from not going into feeling bad or holding on to the anger or the resentment because all of that detracts and will kill you and you're out of business. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then then you hold on to the bitterness of that forever. So I'm forever. very, very, very honored to have forever, where you keep mm-hmm. reminding yourself on how bad that story was, and that's why you didn't mm-hmm. succeed. So, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, there's only like, uh, what, maybe, maybe 15% of entrepreneurs really make it past seven years. Right, right, it's right. It's a very right, low number right. past seven years because they can't handle that uh, that adversity. And I find our culture is getting very soft now. Oh, so any kind of adversity will just yes. that will just they will just run and 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 hide away in a corner in a minute, or my yes. feelings are hurt and I can't handle yes. it or whatever. And yes. in entrepreneurship, you can't have those emotions at all. You can have them for a minute. You have five minutes, yes. and then you have to snap right back out of it and say, okay, fine. Did we finish this goal? Did we attach to that? Did we get that done? Who do we need to pull in to bring this? So I really believe at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully this is of service to someone out there, is that you need to make sure that you have some kind of training at the higher level than what you think you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? And a lot of mm-hmm. us don't get a chance to work for the Fortune 100 companies because it's really about knowing the game sometimes better than having so much knowledge. Right, right. It's understanding the game. And I was very, very good at listening, learning how to lead, follow, or get out of the way so I can learn that game. So that mm-hmm. that that would be my my pearls of wisdom. Mm, wow, that's that's that is a an ocean full of pearls of wisdom that you shared there. You know, just staying vulnerable so that people can trust you. That you know as well, and listening, being able to listen and understand the game. And and just the importance of that visualization that you shared as well. Um, it was another point. I should have written it down, but it, it just struck me so when you talked about the visualizing and at the end of the day and, and just, oh, the softness um, that it seems today to me it does seem like it's easier to compete, although, as we know, um, the true competition is only with ourselves and not others, but it's easier to compete today in business because people seem to just quit so easily and to give up, where today it seems like we have more opportunities, even if you're just looking at technology. Um, with technology, how has it shifted and changed the game? I always use the example of our radio show. Uh, just to be able to start our show like this, I mean, back in the day it would take a whole lot more resources than what we've had to do to start our show just because of the Internet. So what, how have you seen technology change your industry and how have you been able to embrace it? Well, I think technology is 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 a wonderful thing and it's also a hurtful thing at the same time. The wonderfulness is the ease in which we can communicate with anybody at any time around the world. Mhm. For the younger generation, I find that they rely on it only. Mhm. So at the end of the day, their research is very shallow because it's almost like looking at cliff notes versus really finding out the real understanding of what's happening. So uh-huh. for my business, technology is, is full-blown. 
I mean, we mm-hmm. talk real time with our drawings, uh, architects, engineers, right online, right there. Mm-hmm. We're back in the day, you have to send a note in and get it back and, and then mm-hmm. reply. It, it has just made life so much simpler. I mean, you can put a building up through a CAD visual visual that architects come up with, and you can really build your building blocks just from looking at something and then take it and translate it into the field. So for me personally, I think it's phenomenal. That's why I decided to do my MBA at a technology school because mm-hmm. I saw the future of technology as it was coming down the pike. And if you're not ready to have that conversation to actually understand what the next game is going to be, then guess what? You're going to be out of it. So we have a new game. It's economic, and it's a technology game, which is leaving mm-hmm. out quite a few people in our country who do not mm-hmm. want to do math and science. So mm-hmm. our business, we, we can't do without it. I can I can have 15 people versus 40 to do the same job in today's environment. That's, that's not mm-hmm. such a great thing, but that's the 15 mm-hmm. that can get paid very well to do what we need to be done. Right. It's just a shift. I think, like you said, it's a shift, and, and it's, it's been a shift for centuries. And you know, we we can look at first we had the horse, now we have the car. You know, just the modes of transportation, things change. It doesn't mean that that particular field is, um, you know, you a person can't find something else. Like you said, you just have to stay abreast and and always be prepared for what the next change is going to be. Uh, in in your business, and it's great. You said you went to your technology school to get your MBA because you were able to recognize that. Yes, right, and and mm-hmm. that's the other key. Uh, it's a wonderful comment that uh, I was listening to Larry Sumner and C SPAN, and and Obama mm-hmm. talks about the same time. Learning never ends until we die. Mhm, mhm. And mm-hmm. as long as we're staying in that conversation of learning then we're going to see what's coming down the pike next and how valuable that learning will be or even knowledgeable about the learning so that mm-hmm. we can anticipate our next move in our businesses as we go forward. And um, mm-hmm. I I really, really am blessed to have been developing, developing that gift to do that. Yeah, my, my grandmother says, you know, I'm going to stay uh, green as long as I can because when I'm ripe, that means I'm gone. <laughs> That's right. That's you exactly know. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I know your company is construction and management. What, tell us about the management portion of your business. Well, the management is, um, you know, as you evolve in a construction uh, company, you can either stay at your point of what you do. Some people just want to do concrete forever. Some people want to just build bridges forever. And some more general con- construction companies will become managers to help you grow your project. So okay. you would hire me as a CM to come construction management, just to let you know what those uh, acronyms are, uh, mm-hmm. to come in and help manage your project because you don't know what you don't know. So mm-hmm. it's my job to come in and bring your project in on time and under budget. That would be the gift. Okay. That's what I would do. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Wonderful. Now, if, you know, we have those that are out here now, we know there are several, and we have a a broad listening audience. We do have gentlemen that tune in on a regular basis uh, to our show as well. But for those who are in particular wanting to get involved in this industry today, um, a lot of people are probably thinking, oh, there's no, 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 no one is building. There's no type of business that's being made. What would you recommend for those who are looking at getting into the construction management area? Well, <clears throat> I think that's such a loaded question in today's environment. <laughs> I, if you're 
if you are already in the industry and want to start a business, I mm-hmm. think it's the best of time if you're going to be technology-driven and the worst of time if you're just hands-on. Okay. Um, our industry is no longer just hammer and nail. Mm-hmm. Our industry is no more. It's it's no more just putting in a new set of stairs. It is very holistic now. You have to be able to bring added value to the customer through what you see as a weak point. How you're going to correct that? Not mm-hmm. going in with just fixing up something, but actually carrying them through for the next five, six, seven years of that project. Because the competition is so stiff right now for the same person doing 100 jobs. So there's definitely work out there. But the Mm -hmm. word of mouth is really the new gender for how you're going to get that next job. It it is really, 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 really tight right now in our industry. Now, the growth sectors is what you would look look at in our industry, and that would be uh, masonry contractors, uh, transportation is really big. Um, Mm -hmm. There's going to be always need for roads and bridges, you know, so how can you diversify your business to add a couple of the growth sectors of the industry, not just exactly what you do? So that would be more of the lesser what you do versus be the forefront of what you do. So carpentry, yeah, I could do that with my eyes closed. Is there a huge need for it 24 hours a day, seven days a week with a million people going after the same piece of work? No. So mm-hmm. we make that more of the minor piece and we work on our transportation more. And so far, that that strategy has worked. So that's what I would recommend to anybody that's going into the industry right now. Either already be extremely trained and bringing contacts with you or look for growth sectors that you could add on to your existing business. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what about the green industry? Um, I know there have uh, been projections, and as I've heard, there are a lot of opportunities around that. Have you noticed that to be so or would you recommend people take um, notice to that? Well, let me just say this: green is very expensive. You know, okay. you really get your you really get your benefit on the backside, not the upfront. Um, I think we will become more and more of a green society. I think what I would do is become certified in it. At least you're ready and prepared if it's time for you to go. Um, mm-hmm. And green is really about the materials that you use. So okay. it's uh, your it's more about your HVAC person who's is who's giving you air. It's about your window contractor who's going to give you reflective light windows. You know that's mm-hmm. what also adds to the greenery of it. Um, the the word is thrown around so much, and mm-hmm. it's really about just changing a little technique of the material. So I don't know if there'll be a lot of new green jobs because you're folks that are out there already are learning how to build green. That's all they're doing is learning how to build more green. Uh, So I don't see it as a growth area. I see it as a transition area for existing businesses or new businesses to get into. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Understand, understand that. Well, wow, this is this is great. If you're just tuning in, our very special guest today is Ms. Marjorie Perry. Uh, she's the president and CEO of MZM Construction and Management out of New Jersey. Some incredible uh, list of clients from Delta Airlines to Verizon. And we're going to take a short break. We come back. If you have questions, perhaps uh, we can uh, take some of those questions if you like to, Ms. Perry. Would you be able to do that? Oh, absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so if you have questions, be sure to dial 347-838-9278. Press 1 so that we know that you have a question. If you're in the chat room, you can just post your question there, and we'll be able to ask her as well. So we'll be right back after this short break. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters, and definitely check us out. We are begun our Wealthy Sisters Spotlight. If you're interested in spotlighting your business and having any interview on Wealthy Sisters, go to WealthySisters.com, click on the Spotlight there, and you can learn all the information about it. We have a special going on right now that you Also, please, please, all those that listen to our show, we ask that you please help us in supporting our charitable partner, Saving Promise. And we ask you to take your phones out right now and text my promise. My Promise 20222 for a $5 donation. That's My Promise 20222. That's the Domestic Violence Awareness Campaign. They're doing some incredible work, and definitely we one of those things we need to be able to talk, to talk about. It affects every aspect. Every I mean, there's no uh, income level that is not touched by it, no economic, no no cultural So please, please help us in supporting that cause. Well, we are live here today with our very special guest, Ms. Marjorie Perry, who is the president and CEO of MZM Construction. And we were just sharing, I mean, some powerful information that she shared with us. She's been very open. And if you've just tuned in to the show, you can go back and listen uh, to this show and all of our others at WealthySistersRadio.com. I definitely encourage you to to hear some of the things that she shared with us earlier. Um, Ms. Perry, I know when yes. we were speaking about um, visualization and, you know, being an athlete has really, really helped uh, you in business. What are some of the other things that you have been able to draw on that's helped you stay in the game as long as you've had? 
Well, again, I um, I look at taking leadership classes um, probably every 18 months. You know, I go somewhere and I'm going to sit in, in a conference room just to hear what's going on, how am I doing, check in. You know, my advisory board, you know, how am I doing, check in. Uh, and really surrounding myself with other business leaders, you know, my peers, and some businesses doing, you know, phenomenal things, just to how am I doing and check in. I'm real big in networking because they you, you will always find – um, uh, individuals in your your community or in your area that really hear the pulse of how you're doing and get that feedback. So mm-hmm. I guess there's a multitude of things that I do, but one of the things is I continue to expand my mind. Uh, I continue to teach. Uh, I teach uh, business strategy from time to time. Uh, and oh, out of that work, cool. I pull information in from what's going on to be current and relevant with my, my students or entrepreneurs that I might be teaching at the time. So I'm just hungry for knowledge and information, and I'm hungry to find out how I'm doing. And that keeps me vulnerable and that keeps me grounded so I can hear all the time. No matter mm-hmm. what the age is, I didn't want to lose my ability to hear how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. keeps me, that's that's some additional added wisdom that I use for myself. Right. We, I mean, you've mentioned that several times. So anytime someone mentions something, it must really be important, the fact of hearing and listening, um, just staying abreast and staying vulnerable and humble, um, obviously, just to see what's going on and stay current as well. Where, where do you teach? Is it a, a virtual class or are you in a live setting? No, live setting um, here mm-hmm. at uh, a couple of the universities in my town. Um, okay. So every now and then I uh, they'll ask me to go in and be an adjunct professor in the School of Management, which is, is relevant because, mm-hmm. you know, I get to pull information. You know, I get to read about a Daniel Pink and the left brain versus the right brain and, and how to mm-hmm. use it more effectively and share that. You know, I get to talk about multinational companies and what impact that will have on my business down the road. You know, uh, if I'm going to work with multinational kinds of organization, do I want to stay in the private sector or do I want to stay in a, in, in a the state sector? You know, what's the cost of doing business uh, from the state and federal government if they're cutting back? So how can I expand into a more global market? So I have to bring that information back to the students. And as a result of that, that keeps me current at the same time. So I get to be the teacher and the student at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Well, we have a, a question out of our chat room from uh, Poetic Energy there. She wants to know, how does a woman affirming and creating wealth in her world learn to trust others to manage her wealth? <laughs> I remember Oprah had a comment about that. <laughs> well, you know, and I'm sure Oprah's comment was, make sure you learn to trust yourself first. Uh-huh. And the more uh-huh. you truly trust yourself, you'll attract other trustworthy people. I think mm-hmm. most people don't trust their own ability to get things done or believe that they're as smart mm-hmm. as they are. Um, mm-hmm. So once you feel 100% inside your trust factor, you will attract other people who will bring that knowledge. And you do your own homework mm-hmm. so that you know that that referral that was sent to you because you understand the buzzwords, you understand how the market reads a little bit. It's nothing mm-hmm. like lo- giving over 2 or $3 million to a, a finance broker and you don't know anything about reading a financial statement. Mm-hmm. Now, there's mm-hmm. no perfection in the world, but certainly mm-hmm. you're the one that's the only person signing the check and you're the one at the end of the day can ask the right healthy questions to make sure that they're on point and doing what they're supposed to do. And that will keep right. them staying a straight and narrow path most of the time. 
Right, right. That's a great question. And, you know, I, I know we teach a tax uh, seminar for home business owners, and a lot of times people say, well, my I don't really need that because I have a great tax preparer or my tax man, is, but you still need to know what information to take to your tax preparer so that you can take advantage of all the write-offs. <laughs> So, and and, uh, under, and and truly true. understand it mm-hmm. because you're doing mm-hmm. some reading and not just relying. Mm-hmm. You cannot just rely on anybody today. You must rely right. on your own self first, and the experts can come in and back you up. Right, that's right. That's right. what you really need to focus on. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's good. That's great advice there as well. Um, when you reach out um, in the, the university setting, you said um, you do teach at some of the local universities there, and they bring you on as adjunct professors. Do you ever see yourself traveling with that? And um, as a speaker, I know you do that. Do you ever see yourself maybe visiting um, and teaching in other places, or what's new on the horizon for you? You know, I really think I I, I am so honored by so many people think I have something to contribute uh, in terms of this journey that I've been on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am getting out and speaking more and traveling more and going to universities and, and, and really bringing that real-life experience to the table and actually showing them the web that I was in and how I was able to climb out of it. Uh, I think that is so relevant today for people. And uh, so, yes, I do see that as as we continue to build our succession plan here. That will free me up with more time to get out there and, you know, and, 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 and share not just the story but the, the details behind the movement of the story. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I do look forward to that. Um, I, I think that's what's next for me. Mm-hmm. That's great, and I, and I love that you just mentioned the secession plan. Um, I noticed that a lot of times we actually go in business and we don't have that secession plan or exit strategy in place. Um, how important is that to you um, for, for business owners to have some type of plan for secession? Well, you know, it, it's it's it's. It's a sad day if you're not thinking succession. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. completely there yet, but you need to have some succession plan. Um, mm-hmm. Every day is a gift that we're here on this planet, and things are changing so rapidly. We don't know if we're in the day or out tomorrow. And, right. again, I'm a big-picture thinker. I'm always saying, okay, what does this look like when it's over? Mm-hmm. What does this look like if I keep it going? Just be in the conversation. And the answers will start coming. If it's a family-owned business, who are you training to get ready? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and not be annoyed that they're not perfect. Just get them ready so that mm-hmm. in the event that something happens, you know, the business can still maturely go on. Do you have outside partners that you work with? They could actually run MZM on your behalf, you know, or your company on behalf if you, you have to take off a month just, just, just because. Mm-hmm. It, you can't run a business today without a succession plan. It's uh, uh, Most people don't want to use that word, but you have to. Uh, the larger businesses, because they have, you know, boards that are looking at the Board. demand that right. they have a succession plan, and we have mm-hmm. to think like big business, and they all have succession plans. Apple mm-hmm. could go out tomorrow if they hadn't pl- thought about it with, with jobs gone, Stephen Jobs gone. Right. It, it right. has right. to occur. It has to, including Oprah. There has to be a succession plan in place where the old name can continue on with or without Oprah in the front of the camera. And here's her transition slowly into that right now. 
old continues right. on. Right, right, it can, right, it, right. It continues on, you know, whether right, she's in front right. of the camera or not. So, exactly. um, yeah, that's that's what I see. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like a, you said, it's a must. It is a must, and it's, it, you're, you're right. We don't like to talk about it, especially in our community. We don't even deal with the basics of just our our transition, our death. <laughs> you know, we just leave without right. any plans. Uh, right, is your will done? Is 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 all yeah. those things done? I don't care if you're 25. Is it done? Right. Right, 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 because it's something that's definitely that we, you know, we have to deal with. How can um, others that like to reach and connect with you, what's the best way? Are you on Facebook? Have you joined the social media uh, there? You know I have to be on Facebook. I am definitely on Facebook. Yes, you can find me on Facebook. And um, I I absolutely, you know, my email is always available to Mm -hmm. anyone that may need a question answered as to, you know, how to move their business forward. Okay. Okay. And your website, how can they learn more about the company? www.mzmcc.com. All right. And is there a Mm -hmm. phone number they can call your office as well? 973-242-7100. Okay. All right. And, nine four three and nine seven three. I'm sorry. Say that again. Nine seven three two four two seventy one hundred. And the website again is is www.mzmcc.com. All right. And you have a fan page on Facebook, or how can they find you there? It's uh, map eight three eight at yahoo.com, or you can just go straight to Marjorie Perry uh, Facebook, and you'll find me. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So Mm -hmm. we just have maybe about five minutes left in the show, and uh, I'd love to just take this opportunity to give you, to just share, you know, some final thoughts with our audience on uh, what you would like to to leave them with today. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Let me just say this. Whoever's listening today, follow your dream mm-hmm. and get someone that's stronger in your dream than you are. Mm-hmm. Make sure you surround yourself with people who are going to say no to you. Mm. Make sure that you understand the game as well as have the education. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever forget that everybody that helped you to get there is just as important today as they will be tomorrow and include mm-hmm. them as you move along on the journey. Mm-hmm. Let failure become your friend versus your enemy. Get your ego out of the way as soon as you can. Mm. Understand that 90% of people aren't leaders. They're built and they're developed over time. And at the end of the day, pick an advisory board of some of the most talented people that you admire. Just ask them, will they Mm -hmm. sit on the board with you? So Mm -hmm. that they can make sure that you're moving down the path that makes sense and be open to whatever their feedback might be. Because at the end of the day, nobody's business is done by itself. It Mm -hmm. has to be an army of people that believe in you, trust you, and understand you. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you don't need to hire all of your family, don't do that right away. Take your time. Get there. And never stop serving and giving because that's how the circle of, of influence continues to prosper us as we go along. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, just beautiful, beautiful words. When is your book coming out? You know, we <laughs> look for the plug. Shameless plug-in. We have a publishing company. We we need to talk. We you need to have a book out right now. <laughs> well, I take that as quite an honor, especially all the people that you've interviewed. So thank you so much for that. Yes, you know, we definitely yeah. need to talk about my book. Because <laughs> I mean, what you've shared. I mean, there there are a lot of a lot when we have a lot of guests on daily, but um. You know, just everything you said just resonates so well uh, with me, and uh, and I know the audience as well. It's just so full of substance. And um, you mentioned surround yourself with people who would tell you no. What do you mean yeah. by that? And why? You know, I've never seen such a society where we want everybody to say good job. I mean, it's just not possible. <laughs> so so you're not, not the one that want to give all the, the little leagues the trophies. <laughs> it's not. You know, the same trophy. <laughs> hello, you missed the ball. Hello. Yeah. Uh, you're not doing a good job. And you have to be able to not be afraid of those comments because that's the right. real growth. Right. The real growth right. not doesn't come from always doing a great job. The real growth comes mm-hmm. from what did not work. And mm-hmm. then you combinate mm-hmm. the two. Now you're mm-hmm. a strong leader because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you can catch it early, you can mm-hmm. also check your own self down the road. Now, you know I didn't do a great job on that. And be able to acknowledge mm-hmm. that not only to you but to the mm-hmm. world, and it helps to build character and taking full mm-hmm. responsibility for whatever comes your way. Mm-hmm. You have to have mm-hmm. it. You have to have those no people in your life. Mm-hmm, you just mm-hmm, have to have mm-hmm. No, that doesn't mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not fight back. Mm-hmm. And not fight back. You got to trust them. So you got to trust them. Things. Yeah, trust. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Trust in, trusting yourself, trusting your instinct, and listening to you and uh, knowing that what you're what you're doing, following your gut, those are key things I heard you say today, and to listen. Yes. And to listen. And I, Oprah had a wonderful phrase on Friday. She made a comment. She says, most people will see fear. Animals, we're the only group on the planet, yes. will see yes. fear. Mm-hmm. And most animals will run from it. We're the only group that runs to it. <laughs> Humans. We run mm-hmm. right into the fear. Let's go into the burning mm-hmm. building. You know. So mm-hmm. pay attention to that instinct. Mm-hmm. You know, If it mm-hmm. feels like it's going to quack, it's going to quack. Just mm-hmm. back away. And that's mm-hmm. where that trust within gets stronger and stronger and stronger, and you make wiser and more developed decisions. So mm-hmm. that is that is the key to 90% of it. And there's times you've got to get better at saying no yourself. So the mm. better other people say no, you can get better at saying no, because your worth comes from you saying great no's from time to time. Right, right. You, you want to get wealthy? You've got to be good at saying no. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what wealth is. Wow. Deep self-love. Deep self Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, again, if you've just tuned in, you're just catching the last second here of our show, our guest is Marjorie Perry, President and CEO of MZM Construction. We want to thank you so much for just tuning in with us today. And thank you, Ms. Perry, for being such a phenomenal resource and wealth <laughs> of information. Uh, well, thank you for having me today. Yeah, you've paid it. You've truly paid it for it today. You did not have to, you know, take a whole hour of your time out with us, and we really, really appreciate that uh, today as well. And continued success to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. 
All right. Well, we want to thank again, everybody, for tuning in. This concludes our show today, Wealthy Sisters. Be sure to tune in next week for another phenomenal guest as well. And, again, if you just tuned in and need to catch this show or our others, you can always follow us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. And also follow us here on the Blog Talk Network as well. And tune in at WealthySistersRadio.com. And also know that we are available on iTunes. You can download the podcast there and listen to it. I get all the great comments on a weekly basis of people downloading the show on the iTunes. So that makes us really, really happy. So, again, thank you for tuning in, and we wish you the best of everything great. Take care. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysistas.com.